Hey everybody! Uh, welcome to Slightly Something Else. Um, support for this episode of Slightly Something Else is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And that's a, that's a pretty good rhyme, I think. <laughs> Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their uh, exclusive offer to you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code escapist at manscaped.com. And with 4 million men nationwide, by my math, that's about, about 8 million balls. And uh, what I need to be very clear about here is that is actually like copy read from Manscaped. They wanted me to say eight million balls. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> Hold on. There's is some more. What, is what the ladies will say when they see your wonderfully Manscaped Todger. <laughs> here's, here's the performance package right here. There's a little bit more ad read. Uh, the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived. And man, oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find. Oh, here we go. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, that's this guy right there, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and the Crop Reviver Toner. You also get some uh, performance boxer briefs and a travel bag. That's what I've been pulling everything out of, the travel bag to hold all your goodies. Uh, and, you know, while I am now fully scaped and feeling rather smooth, the thing that I really love about this package is uh, this guy right here, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, uh, because while hair refuses to grow on the top of my head, uh, shockingly, it still grows out of everything else, and it's quite quite uh, disturbing and so this little guy helps keep me nice and trim i i actually do use it and enjoy it um uh, <laughs> uh the weed whacker is uh, waterproof it provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks snags and tugs uh in your nose and ears because those are delicate sensitive face holes get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code escapist at manscaped.com unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the job with Manscaped because it should feel good whenever someone touches you down there, even if it's just yourself. On to the show! Yeah. See, ages ago you said toner, and I was going to interrupt and say, what, are your balls a Xerox machine now? But then too much time passed and it didn't feel timely anymore. So then you decided just to bring I, it up now? This is why I wouldn't be good at improv. Well, and it's, you know, it's extra difficult because obviously, like, there's no way you can, like, tap me on the shoulder to say you want to say something. Like, we have to communicate non-verbally and there's a little, uh, you know, video lag. But in any case, that was the Manscaped ad read. Uh, let me put all this stuff back in my bag while Yahtzee talks about today's episode of Slightly Something Else. Thank you, Jack. Well, speaking of self-modification, this week's episode of Slightly Something Else is talking about the subject of video game mods. Which ones are the favourite ones we've experienced? And what is the role of mods anyway? What brought this on, Jack? Because I know it was something specific. Uh, it was something specific. Hold on, i got to put my underwear back in my sack. Yeah, yeah pants down now, please. <laughs> Um, the thing that spurred this episode is uh, Skyblivion uh, released a, a rather big kind of uh, update. And for those who don't know, 
Um, for those who don't know what Skyblivion is, it is people remaking Oblivion using the Skyrim engine. It's a fan mod remake, completely remaking Oblivion uh, using uh, the Skyrim engine, which is looks very, very fun because no offense to Oblivion, but it, it kind of looks gross. It's It's old and looks gross. Well, that's fair enough. And who's actually doing this? Because this must be a fairly monstrous amount of effort. The, uh, I, it's it's a fan. It's fan made. Fans, fans are doing it. Who's doing wow. it? Fans are doing it. Let's uh, see here. Remember, Oblivion was like cutting edge graphics when it came out. Oh, I'm sure. That's a that's a horrifying thought. <laughs> Everyone in that game looks like a fucking pool toy now. Right here. Hold on. I'm trying to find. Um, there's. I follow them. Uh, they post their updates on a YouTube channel of theirs. And maybe if I click on that, um, they will tell me who is making it. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, the YouTube channel is Rebel's Eyes. Yes, I remember uh, downloading mods for games. Yeah. Who's got time to replay games with mods on these days when you got to play a new game every week? <laughs> I, used to be, I used to be quite big into the Half-Life modding, Ooh, although sure. when I say that, that was mostly like total conversions, you know, custom maps, custom campaigns mm-hmm. that people had made to give you an extra hit of Half-Life energy when you wanted some and there wasn't any new ones. Absolutely. And I know we've talked uh, at length in here about kind of, you know, early Doom mods, uh, just, you know, ways to get extra playtime out of your favorite games. Uh, you're you're kind of right now, though, in that, like, there are so many actual games. Who has time for mods? But I still dabble in them every once in a while and think they're rather fun. And games are very bad at supporting mods these days as well. <laughs> some, know, some of them, Because yes. of the way... Because of the way AAA industry jealously hoards its shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and that is a shame. Uh, because because uh, like that sort of you know remix culture, that that sort of thing really can help strengthen a community. You know, it can help you like just fall in love with the game all over again. And it's all the more important these days when AAA industry is full of such gobshite. That the uh, the graffiti artists of the world, that is video game modders, have some kind of outlet to express their feelings about the games. Yeah. I think I've spoken to you before about my admiration for troll mods as an art form. Yes, yes, you have. Because like uh, the old crack life, the someone made out for Half-Life that replaced some of the guns with penises and <laughs> just made a complete mess of all the character models, yeah. which, is, which I've appreciated... The way some people appreciate graffiti as an art form, you know, as an expression of defiance from an unheard voice. Yes. And honestly, they make me laugh. I just think it's really funny to watch people take these, like, carefully crafted works and uh, twist them into something horrible and full of memes. Oh, I... I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> it's To me, it's, like, very akin to outsider art or, or even like that experimental, like I have been to many a noise rock show where it's literally just people on stage making noise and it's not necessarily good noise, <laughs> but like it's an entire 20 minutes of people just making noise because like eventually a pattern evolves in the chaos uh, and it, and it's, it's art. It's all art. 
Um, so yes, I'm I'm with you that uh, troll mods. I, I think uh, the one the one that always sticks in my head the most is the one that uh, it's a Doom mod that replaces every single texture with Tim Allen's face and every sound mm. with. Uh? Yeah, I think you've mentioned that one before. And you know what? It's still the best. Every footstep, every gunshot, every enemy. Uh? <laughs> it's madness. Well, when you. Well, when you have an industry where the highest level games are closed to the layman creator, that's like the only sort of voice they have, really. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's serves the same purpose as like memes. People post memes about Skyrim about that dude with the arrow in the knee. Right. Exactly. Like it's a it's a way it's how to take... they, how they can express. Uh, unexpressed feelings it's an outlet absolutely you take something in the zeitgeist like let's say for example um uh, someone uh, of prominent fame slapped another person of prominent fame and then you could take that picture and you know put your own captions on it make your own artistic spin on that absolutely yes will smith slapping chris rock was the perfect visual analogy for troll mods (laughs) basically will smith was troll modding the academy awards 100 (laughs) percent absolutely but of course trolling isn't the only thing mods are good for they can also fix things that's true that's true i think the last the last time i downloaded a mod it was because i wanted to play uh, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow on my Nintendo DS emulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really I really hate those fucking touchscreen gimmicks that game had. Sure. A lot of like uh, DS games had. They had to work in the touchscreen a bit because, you know, Nintendo, they like to push their hardware gimmicks and they like to force their third-party developers to get some kind of use out of them. Absolutely. So in the, in the boss fights in Dawn of Sorrow, you had to like draw a little pentagram or an octagon to to properly kill the boss and if you didn't <laughs> and if you didn't end, do it properly in time the boss would get some of their health back and you have to keep fighting them which was a huge pain in the ass mm-hmm. it was a difficult boss fight but fortunately with emulation being a thing you can just download a mod that changes the rom so you don't have to do them ooh very nice and that, very nice and that's good so you don't have to like take your hand off the controller to use the mouse which is how the ds emulator touchscreen thing works I know, like, for the longest time before Dark Souls Remastered came out, um, a, almost a requirement to play Dark Souls was uh, the DS Fix mod, which mm. fixed a ton of crashing issues for people. Like, I, I have heard that it was nigh unplayable without the DS Fix mod. Well, you had to play it through games for Windows at the time, as I recall. <laughs> no, that's, that's a mod we don't want. No. Ew. If you uh, does that count as a mod? If you run a game through Steam, does that count as a mod? No, because it's not <laughs> what the creators put into it. Well, that's a semantic. Argument. That's, that's yeah, that's pretty semantic. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, so I don't know. Um, I got to say though, yeah. what the whole cycle of people developing mods that fix things or like change things the developers didn't intend or didn't fix. It sort of turns creation into a very muddy sort of area, doesn't it? Who is it who truly owns a game after it's been, after you've like changed it so that all the characters are My Little Pony characters? <laughs> I mean, you're not really entitled to complain about tone issues to the de- original developers if you've done that. 
Right. Well, I mean, I think that speaks more generally about art, right? As soon as you release a piece of art to the general public, it is, we, we talked about this when we, when we talked about Death of the Author, right? And it's like mm. it is now the world's to play with. And, and I think that mods or, you know, uh, you know, like in, in, in music remixing or in video games, modding is a way to take something you enjoy and express yourself through that medium. And I, I, that's why I dig it. Well, then AAA publishers don't really see it that way, do they? <laughs> no, no, they do not. They don't like it at no. all. You say to them and say, hey, you've released a created work into the world. Now it belongs to the world, not to you. So you don't get to keep making money from it. Right. You'd probably get some very blank looks in the corporate boardroom if you said that. Right. And, you know, it's it's a shame because Steam tried. I don't know, like, if Steam Workshop is still a thing that is as popular as it once was. But Steam did try to have a built-in hub for mods in order to get you know people paid which was very nice so i almost feel built-in modding uh systems are missing the point because of course there's also stuff like the level editor that was in doom 2016 sure sure where you could create maps and share them and even create like whole mods i remember i played one that was trying to recreate the gameplay of harvest moon inside <laughs> doom 2016 not particularly successfully i should add fair very fair and yeah you can share it within the system but at the same time that never really takes off and uh People just don't seem to think of it the way they think of mods well, generally. Because to yeah. my mind, there should be an anarchic quality to modding. <laughs> if you've got to like, get it approved by the system, mm-hmm. you've, you've lost something. It's like zines in the world of uh, publishing. Wow. If someone, has to approve, if someone has to approve your zine, then something fundamental is lost. That's true. That's true. I mean, you, they don't necessarily just contain picture after picture of uh, naked ladies' naughty bits. But the fact that it could contain that at any moment is part of the spice. Is this, it was this you a, a, a mob zine of you yours? Download a mob, you download a mod, you <laughs> install it using PC gaming jiggery-pokery, and you are taking your life in your own hands. Mm. Who knows if you're going to start it, and it's just going to be like something screaming and opening 70 different windows at once. You don't know that was part of the fun. To be fair, I'd like to counterpoint you. Hold on. <clears throat> I'd like to counterpoint you in Super Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker was able to, I feel like, harness a lot of the chaos that comes with mods within its system. Like some of the extreme doom levels of the Mario Maker uh fan-made levels i think reached that point of ridiculousness and all mario maker said is you the creator needs to be able to finish this level if you are able to finish this level we will publish it that's the only that's the only uh hurdle right even that is a sort of uh obstacle in the way of true artistry <laughs> perhaps um you want to do something like i don't know if you've played um what was it called? The Beginner's Guide. Oh, yeah. That, that was about showcasing weird games made by a weird artist. Yes. And half the games weren't even designed to be finished. They were just weird experiences. Right. 
And anyway, okay, is Mario Maker can't let you replace all the sound effects with Rick and Morty sound clips. Fair enough. It's just burping. Burping 24-7. Yeah, <laughs> yeah burping every time you fire a fire flower or rescue the princess just or burp. jump on things or do anything. Burp mod. Just replace everything with burps. But every sound effect has to be a different burp. Otherwise, it's too easy. Ooh. Ooh, I like There's, it. That's an artistic statement right there. And uh, it's not on me as the artist to explain it. It's on the audience to decide for themselves what it means. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so mods that we have enjoyed is, yes. is the question. Okay, I... let's go into specifics then. Well... I just, I, just as I was about to mention it, it appears in the in the chat as a super chat. So I guess we'll get to it later, probably. Um, but the one uh, for Dark Souls that replaces the "you died" text to the phrase "Thanks, Obama." <laughs> for some reason, I appreciate that because it's a little moment of levity and what would normally be a frustrating moment. Sure, sure, I can see it's, that. It's like. A sort of moment of eyebrow-arching sarcasm that sort of takes the sting out of the whole thing. And I like that. I like that kind of thing, but just like a little a little drop of personalized humor. I used yeah. to enjoy, and I have some videos of this on my old YouTube channel, actually. I used to enjoy hacking into XCOM and uh, altering all the words in the word list that the game uses to create the mission code names. Yes. So they'd normally be called Soaring Eagle or Operation, you know, Rising Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went into the game files, and there's actually just a plain text file that contains all the strings from the game. So there's this whole list of all the words that could possibly be the first word in the uh, mission list, and all the words that could be the second word. So I just replaced them all with what I think are inherently funny words. And we'd end up going on things like Operation Creamy Underpants <laughs> and uh, Operation Embarrassing Afternoon. Of course. That's and great. And it was much more fun to play the game because I didn't know what particular random combination of my inherently funny words put together. And sometimes they'd be really appropriate, like Operation Sweaty Underpants or whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, and, you know, I, um, stuff like that and th- stuff like Thanks Obama is interesting because it it none of it changes the core gameplay loop. It's just like a little bit of sprinkle uh, here and there. Yeah. That's what, you know, because I wanted to play the game. I didn't want to ruin it. Right. <laughs> but just having that little extra bit to, that made me laugh. Yeah. It made it uh, more fun to play mm-hmm. because it's, it just gave me that little kick. You know, sometimes when you're playing around with your base, he's like, oh, I don't want to go into another mission because I'll be stuck in it for half an hour and it'll, and it'll get kind of boring and I might all die and I'll, things will get really tense. Yeah. And, but then if you know when you do it, you're going to get another funny mission name that you made up. <laughs> then that's, you know, it it helps, like, grease the wheels a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I Uh, wouldn't want to play the kind of mod that just replaces entire character models with Shrek or whatever. (laughs) I feel like that would be taking too much away. I think that goes past the borderline for me, or it makes the game not fun anymore. Uh, you know, I did. I did one where it was was replacing the dragons in Skyrim with something, and I forget what it was. But I, oh, I was there's doing, a ton of those. Yeah, Some of them turned them into like Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. 
And some of them turn him into the sugar puff monster. And I'm sure you could find a lot of things. Well, and I did it. And then, you know, you get the dragon in the opening cutscene, and you go, haha, that's funny. But then, you know, the game plays and, and it was a long while before I got to the next dragon. And by that point I had forgotten that I had that, you know, cause I was doing a heavily modded run uh, and I had forgot that I had did the dragon mod thing. And so that was quite hilarious for me in that playthrough of like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's, uh, you know, uh, 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 Tom Selleck or whoever I put as the as the dragon. Yeah. As I say, you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. And I've seen mods for like Resident Evil 8 returns every single Wolfman into Shrek. Right. And it's it's right. hard to sustain the laughter, you know? Agree. It I needs mean, to be sprinkled. Your Twitch followers might get a laugh out of it if you just make a little, you know, compilation video of it. Agreed. There's a little laugh each time we encounter a new monster and we see what that got modded into. <laughs> but it's just but it's just the one laugh. Oh, this one's Thomas the Tank Engine. Ooh, yeah, yeah. How how witty. Little randomizer action. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, on stream, I did a, a Dark Souls, but with Halo guns. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And you know what? Uh, it was pretty that, fun. That's a mod that goes the extra mile, isn't it? It it really was. And it was a very well done mod. Uh, and, and you know what? It still had a lot of the core difficulty. Like, you could still die very, very easily. And it just, mm. it added this, it, it made me look at Dark Souls from a completely different perspective which I thought was a was a very neat way to do that, but you know that was it was a silly hmm. mod, but it was very fun. Sure, I mean, um, I completely forgot what I was about to say. Oh, that's fair. That's fine. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> I've been tired. There's babies in the house. Be tired. I don't know who keeps. I don't know who keeps bringing them in here. Who keeps Who keeps bringing in all these babies? Um, very similarly, um, uh, I did a Skyrim, but with, uh, with guns and it, it wasn't like with like mm. modern guns. It was with, they, they tried very hard to balance their guns. Like it was, you know, blunderbusses and cannons and stuff like that. Oh, they wanted it to be lore friendly. Lore friendly ish. Right. And so they added a new right. area where you could get your guns and it was, it was a very fun few hours in Skyrim. It, it, again, it's just kind of a different way of tackling something that you know. And that's what I really like about uh, these kind of like game changing mods, which is it, it makes you view the game from a different perspective. See that sort of thing where you make something that, and insist on it being law friendly really illustrates that mods come from a very pure place, yes. very pure place of pure love for a game. It's true. And funny, isn't it, how all these games the AAA publishers bring out now that are very unfriendly to modding always seem like they were put together out of obligation with no actual innovative ideas, almost like there was no actual love in the creation of those games. Mm, that's, that why people, that's why people don't mod them so much. <laughs> well, and a lot of them are like console exclusive now, so you can't even get access yeah. to them. Boo! I mean, there were, there were people who would like spend years of their life to make these huge complex conversions for mods for no money just yeah. because they wanted that sort of thing to exist. Yeah. Just of course now everything it. has to be monetized these days. That's added that slightly ugly uh, thread to all this. Yeah. I mean, obviously I want creators to be paid for their time, mm -hmm. but when it never even occurred to you to ask for payment because you were just doing it because it had to be done. <laughs> there was a purity in that, I think. 
Agreed. And, and, uh, and a, a passion that hopefully led them, you know, I know many in the modding community are game designers themselves, and hopefully, like, that's mm. something they could add to their resume and say, oh, look what I was able to accomplish within a given engine or whatever, and hopefully... Yes, it's traditionally a very uh, common entry point to the actual industry. Yeah, yeah. So you can swiftly learn what it's like to work on something that you have no love for at all. <laughs> but get paid for it, huh? <coughs> Huh? Huh? Oh, like, oh, money won't be everything after society collapses. Sure, but it ain't collapsed yet, baby. Give me that cheddar. <laughs> be better off starting a dairy farm. Then you could have actual cheddar. Ooh, that's that's where. That's what everyone will be clamoring for when society collapses. That's right. Get food, on that farm now. Food products. Learn how to make cheese. Your your neighborhood will thank you after it has been flattened by a Russian nuclear strike. Just, you know, start churning that butter, baby. But we know artisanal cheese available from the barter market that used to be the cinema. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. People will, will get down on their knees and kiss your feet if you show up with actual cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I got so used to cheese just being an easy thing to get in the supermarket, but it turns out it's really hard. Like making cheese or getting cheese? Everything related to cheese is hard. That's true. That's very true. Best, The best kind of cheese, anyway. Well, that takes... Because it takes time, right? It takes, like, bacteria and time. I'm getting the feeling we should probably move to Super Chats. <laughs> you? Well, you're the one that brought up cheese and nuclear bombs. Um, I can't yeah, help I'm it. Just... It's nearly my lunchtime. <laughs> I just shoved uh, food in my face moments ago, so I, if anything, I'm feeling full. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's any other fun mods um, that I have done recently. Um, and I don't know if there is. So, yeah, sure, let's move on to Super Chats. Did I ever tell you about when I was a teenager, I modded uh, the original Ledger Sue Larry to have actual sex in it? No, you didn't. That's beautiful. Like, they, like the original version, they cheaped out, just putting, like, sensor bars over everything. Yeah. But, you know, I was... Uh, I knew how to mod the game engine, so I replaced that with actual sex. In many ways, it wasn't as satisfying as I thought it would be <laughs> once, the, once the job was complete. <laughs> I had more fun like a couple of years later when I just modded all the sex to be something uh, innocent. Like I modded it so that they were just playing D&D together on the bed. Aww. And I changed all the dialogue to be facetious. And that was more fun. I think you learned a valuable lesson about comedy there and like, you know, when, when it's appropriate to censor stuff and when it's appropriate to see stuff. So, you know, way to go. Comedy schmomedy. I was teenage and my hormones are raging and I needed something to jerk off to. So leisure suit Larry was your go-to? Well, no. Obviously, oh. all those abandoned wear hentai games were the first stop. There you the go. first port of call. Sure. But, you know, you can only uh, jerk off to... I'm going to full stop short of naming any actual specific ones. I think that's smart. That's smart. You know... Shall we move on? Please, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. You know, know, anyone who was into Abandonware back in the day will know the, the... the, the few hentai games that always got banded around the abandonware sites. Well, okay. You'll, they'll all, they'll know. They'll all know. <laughs> they'll all know. 
they all they all used to hang around home of the underdogs hanging what you were talking about shaving your pubes earlier I was well, suddenly talking. We're, suddenly, we're going to clutch our pearls over trouser department stuff. Oh no! I literally made a masturbation joke in the ad read. Nick let me do that. <laughs> Nick let me put a masturbation joke in the ad read. So I have no problem with it. I was just being your comedic foil because you were saying something uh, about that. So I was going to be like, "Oh no!" So I could, you know, be the the reaction to your joke. But now that you're calling it out, there's okay, no reaction to be had. Like, come on. Okay, well, let's get started on these Super Chats. <laughs> let's do that. Because, as usual, they're flooding in. They're flooding in. While you do that, I'm going to grab this Manscaped bag, because we're talking about man. taking care of our balls so much. Man, sponsorships and Super Chats, we're making, we're fucking making right? the bank today. Look at this, crop preserver. Crop The preserver is probably what you want here. That's the ball deodorant, you know. Make sure it smells nice when you take your pants off. That's all I'm saying is when you take your pants off, you want things to smell nice. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> local apotheque gives 10 US dollars and says, Hello, I'm a teacher who is in class during the stream. So here's an early chat. Are there any mods you use that are more than just fun, but feel personally necessary to a specific game's experience? Yes, I brought up earlier, getting rid of the fucking touchscreen gimmicks from Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. I feel that's quite essential for me to enjoy the game because I don't have to, like, interrupt my, you know, my flow, my mm-hmm. mental flow mm-hmm. to have to switch to the mouse. That's fair. Um, I did play uh, Sekiro with the easy mode mod uh, just so mm. I could get through the game and actually, like, take in some of the story and visuals and, you know, interesting boss fights. I do feel like the easy mode mod aired too much on the easy I, I i wish they would have had like kind of like a normal mode mod <laughs> but uh mm. but i i use that so just so i could actually play the game because i could not get through it otherwise i've certainly played games where easy was too easy and medium was too hard right it's just a little in between they they needed a better they needed a easy medium <laughs> they needed a hey not too rough Right to use the Doom difficulty settings Ooh. parlance. Wait, was that Doom? Well, uh, Doom is wait. like hurt me plenty. Yeah, it was. I'm too young to die. Then something else. Uh huh. Then hurt me plenty. Then ultra violence. Then nightmare. Ah, okay. Was it? Hey, not too rough. It might have been. Might have been. It, that sounds well, correct. I have no idea. I know it wasn't. Can I play Daddy? That was Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> Oh, I miss those days. I miss those when difficulty settings all had custom names yeah. in uh, retro shooters. You know, like, it, it is fun, but also it is that, like, weird... It, it's a fun, creative decision, but then it's also like a, you know, where, what does this mean? <laughs> you know, like, I understand mm. bottom is going to be the easiest one, top is going to be the hardest, and, like, I can just do the numbers, but sometimes you're like, just just tell me what's normal. Just tell me what's normal. I was- <laughs> I was always fond of the difficulty settings in Blood 2 The Chosen. It was like the only good part of that game. Okay. Because <laughs> the difficulty settings were called Genocide, Homicide, and Suicide. <laughs> okay. 
That's pretty clever. Yeah, you I can like see, that. Yeah, you can see how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Michael Broadman gives yeah. 10 US dollars. It says, the most impressive mods for me improve games in subtle ways while keeping the core gameplay. Mm. Ghost mode mod fixes Witcher 3's illogical leveling and XP system, turning a very good game into a GOAT. Well, that sounds like a very subjective position to take, Michael mm. Broadman. Yeah. Yeah. Although uh, what I remember of Witcher 3, the combat did get kind of easy after a while. Yeah. Yeah, once you, once you like unlocked all your potion recipes and you got some better swords and then you got to the blacksmith, yeah, things mm. things uh the difficulty curve plateaued pretty easy. I said remember when I was playing that game I got overleveled cuz I just wanted to play all the side stories yeah. cuz they were actual stories. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Which by the way, I also think that like the Witcher like the Witcher being very good at being the Witcher is also kind of in theme with the story. Like, oh, yes, I am an incredible mm. badass. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That guy, you know, gives two US dollars to say the best mods are the scantily clad outfits. Oh, you, that guy, you know. I'm afraid we've already gotten to far racier talk than that. Right. Thanks for your contribution. Uh, and also, it's just not necessary anymore. Like, back in the day, before before the age of internet pornography, sure. You know, we gotta, we gotta sure. see... Yeah, it's perfectly logical to mod Ledger Sue Larry to put actual sex in it. Of course. Like, we need, we need a, uh, you know, we need a boner comedies with a shower scene, and we need racy video game mods. We don't need that anymore. There's, just go on the internet. There's boobies everywhere. Hey, did you know if you press use on the strippers in Junicum 3D... They take their tops off and jiggle about. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that earned you a lot of schoolyard cred. Nice. Pointing that out to people. Uh, nice. Mandible gives five US dollars and says, "I find the Skyrim and Fallout mods really highlight how much enthusiasm their communities have. Also, how broken and sparse Bethesda games can be." Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Fair. I agree. Yeah. See how much the community likes Elder Scrolls Six when it finally comes out. <laughs> You're like, where the fuck were you? It's it's never coming out. And let's be honest. Come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, uh, Mikhail Brink Frederiksen gives fifty. What I think might be Danish kroner. Sure. To say Manscaped won't really be needed for me since Chemo has taken care of that for now. Well, but well, once thanks, you're thanks for. Well, thanks for bringing the mood down, Mikhail Bring Frederiksen. And once you're so done, so take my super. So take my super chat instead. Thanks for the entertainment. Uh, smiley face. See, I feel like maybe I should have been doing the ad read because because I have things that actually can be scaped. Well, you know, the thing here's because here's the thing about the scaping is they're in areas in which I still have hair. You know, this isn't hair care products. I'm an old man now. So you know what that means? Ear hair is a thing that happens. And like, I didn't think that it would it would be as big a deal as it is in my life. (laughs) I do have a electric beard trimmer. Ah, sure, sure. I used it just this weekend, actually. Ooh. More gray threads every time I use it. Mm-hmm. That's why I got to keep shaving. If I if I let this grow too long, this is where you'll see all the gray hairs. Mm. My wife likes the distinguished salt and pepper look. Mm-hmm. It works. I like salt and pepper on everybody. I think I I I don't think anyone should dye their hair. Let it let it go, salt and pepper. I think it's great. Great look. 
Yeah, I'm going very silvery Ooh. Around, around the chin. You're Reed Richardsing. That's great. Very distinguished. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shogun is dead, gives five dollars and says, speaking of Dark Souls mod, honorable mentions need to go to the one that changes the you died text to thanks Obama. Well, that sounds very witty. Shogun is dead. Thanks for letting us know about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Obama. Remember when what, that what was the, a meme? What other, what other pieces of text would be good to put in there? Like, you fucked up? <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> He'll feel that one in the morning. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Did you get the number of that bus? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, haha, loser. Yeah. yeah. We had such hopes. Oh, we had such high hopes. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Makes you think of the old death messages in like the Space Quest games. Yes. But just out of fun. nowhere, one of them would really dig into you. Yeah. It was like, like, like I remember there was only one in Space Quest 2 along the lines of, well, you're dead, and that was early on in the game, wasn't it? <laughs> I remember everyone said to me, what? <laughs> Insert player's name here. That loser won't last five minutes. And I was like, no way. Insert player's name here isn't that lame. So there, now you've made us both look stupid. Right? Or yeah, like I, I want to say I fell off of a cliff once. Like I walked off of a cliff there. And they were just like, yeah, that's what happens when you walk off a cliff, you enormous idiot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm okay yeah, with that. They really, they really weren't trying to make friends, those Sierra game death messages. You know, it 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 was what it was. It was a different era. They, yeah, they knew how to captive audience. They're like, yeah, we'll insult your bulls off. What yeah. else are you going to do? You're Play gonna all like the it. other games that are out? You're going to like it, too. You're going to ask for more. You're going to ask for more. Uh, that guy, you know, gives $5 and says, where would PC gaming be without mods fixing things and making them better stroke worse? Bad PC ports are common enough that it turned me off PC gaming. Oh. Well, exactly. Oh, okay. But then everything needing modding sort of creates a better sense of community, if you ask me. Hence that whole Master Race thing. Mm. Mm. See, console gamers all live in little boxes. Yeah. They're all in their own little box, and the corporations from on high dump entertainment into the box through a tube. Ooh. PC gaming is like a fucking stock market floor. Everyone's just crammed together and yelling. <laughs> yes and there there can be beauty that comes out of that noise hmm. so hmm. maybe you could find uh, someone who works on the stock market and stop them to death yay this isn't real money bye arcane knight gave us five dollars and says one of my favorite mods to come out recently was portal 2 reloaded for the Ooh. uninitiated it was a mod that introduced a portal between two time periods Oh, sure. Huh. Sure. That's fun. So is it so like how basically every puzzle game for a while was doing a puzzle where you had to use your future self? I like Remember that kind those? of stuff. I do. I like, like that braid. kind of stuff. Yeah, Braid or uh, Dishonored 2 had a really good future self version. Yeah. yeah. And um, what was it called? Um, the Talos Principle Ooh, had a section yeah. where they had use your future self puzzles. That's fun. I think it's fun. Mess with time. The Atomic Lemon gives 10 euros and says, Some insight by Soviet Womble. 
Mods like Fidesi kind of work like evolution, with well-liked traits in servers having more players and disliked traits having the server die out. Oh, sure. Yeah, then you get like those super mods like Brutal Doom for Doom, where they just incorporate everyone else's mods into one big package. Yeah. And things get very dodgy in an intellectual property sort of area. Hmm. Hmm. But, you know, Hmm. it's got everything you need in one tight package. That's what they called me in high school. Oh, boom, I saw that coming. <laughs> Mappy1964. Speaking of tight package. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did the ad read. Thank eh? you. Eh? That's a good one to talk about. Mappy1964 gives $5 and says, One of my favorite mods in my teenage years was nude Lara Croft. Hmm. Yeah, I remember everyone talking about how that was a cheat code in the game, which was a lie. So I can only assume... The actual fan-made mod appeared at some point. I never actually saw it in action myself. I was going to say, when when would Laura Croft have made it to PC though to to get a mod? Unless because they couldn't mod it on uh, they couldn't mod it on PlayStation. I think I've lost Yahtzee. Yahtzee is frozen with the look of being disappointed in me. Which, you know, is never a good time. See what I'm saying? We'll see if we can get Yahtzee back in just a moment. Here, I'll go back to the single-screened, manscaped screen while we try to get Yahtzee back on the call. Hold on, what happened? Yahtzee got blue screened, so he's back in a bit. Uh, whoa, whoa! So now, here, I, I, I have to kind of go like this uh, in order for you to see me. So I, I can uh, tell you again that this episode of Slightly Something Else is brought to you by Manscaped. You can see my well-sculpted ears right here. Look at that. Look at that. Not a hair. Not a hair. Uh, thanks to this guy. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com and use the discount code ESCAPIST to get 20% off. That's a pretty neat deal. I have to lean like over here in order. Here, I'll bring my microphone with so you can hear me. Uh, I'll lean over this way so you can hear me. And we'll wait for Yahtzee to come back uh, as soon as he gets back from blue screened. Um, so you go to you go to manscaped.com. You use the uh, promo code ESCAPIST, which is pretty, uh, I mean, obviously where escape is right you get 20 percent off plus free shipping which is pretty nice pretty nice wouldn't you say i think so now we'll see if we can get yahtzee back Ooh, maybe hello hello yahtzee hello you did it you came back yeah whole computer just blue screened out of nowhere Ooh, it, it does that sometimes <laughs> That's usually okay. happens when I've got too many. Usually happens when I've got too much stuff plugged into the USB ports. Oh, sure, sure. I took that I think time. We're okay now. To do another ad read, so. Oh, oh well. I'm sure everyone enjoyed that very much. I'm sure everyone took a little break and you know went to the bathroom. What were we talking about before that? Uh, oh, I th- oh, we were talking about Laura Croft modding, and I was wondering if Laura Croft oh, yes. was on the PC. In order to yeah I, yeah, and I was about to say that Tomb Raider came out on PC at the same time as PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, and that's uh, that's just something I didn't know. So there you go. Yes, I first played it on PC. Oh, great! It's very nice. Cool. 
Great. Uh, I have to bring that bloody monetization menu up again. Yeah, you got to bring that. You got to bring that back up again. I do have some. Uh, some. Let's see here. Um, I have some early uh, or some uh, some YouTube members that I can shout out while you get that back up. Uh, Christopher J. Tooten, uh, who's been a member for 17 months. Thank you for that support. Says fun Dark Souls mod. Price is right. Losing sound when you die. Yeah, that'd be great. Sure. I might get old, but sure. Yeah. I mean, it, that would actually really discourage you from dying. Like, I don't want to hear those dang horns again. <laughs> uh, bulbous Ruby Red Prolapse. Welcome to Early Access. We appreciate that support. <laughs> what a cheerful name. Uh, Storm Templar. Uh, welcome, or, uh, I don't have how long you've been here, but you've been here. Uh, Storm Templar says the best mod is Enderall for Skyrim. Total conversion better than vanilla. Sounds like a medication brand name. If try, try new Enderall. If you're having problems with Skyrim, discontinue <laughs> use. If excessive vomiting is, occurs, mm. If your dragon breath does not settle down after four hours, please consult the Jarl. Nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a slightly better riff than mine. I'm on it today, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm all warmed up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Chaos Chris gives $10 and says, The tank from Left 4 Dead modded into Shrek with the music replaced with All Star still makes me laugh. Just that sudden cut to somebody wants to the panic of the tank. Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. see that being funny for a while. Yeah, that's really fun. I, I could see that being funny. Like you have your friends over, you play one mission with with that, and everyone has a really good laugh. Yeah. Yes. Then it keeps happening, and the person who laughs at it every time gets punched by the person sitting next to them. Well, then, then you know, the person who laughs at it every time doesn't get to drive home because they're not ready to. <clears throat> Meister Kleister Heister gives five euros and says, as a kid, I modded car physics in Vice City in San Andreas. It was super fun driving at Mach 1 in a car as heavy as a tank. <laughs> Subsequent GTAs made modding harder. Didn't mm. the, the, those GTAs actually have that included as a cheat code? I know they had a bunch of weird cheat codes that sort of messed with the world physics. Ooh, I, I don't know. That's fun. Carmageddon was all about that as well. Although the cheat codes were actually more like power-ups. Like you'd drive into a barrel and it would give you the gravity from Jupiter power-up and that made everything like 10 times heavier. Fun. That's You know what? It's fun to play around with stuff like that. Hmm. That's what I got. Uh... Bulbous Ruby Red Prolapse there we go. gives five US dollars to say Jack Stroke Yahtzee is my favorite. Jack has a performer energy while Yahtzee acts like he can't be asked. Compliment. Perfect dynamic. Well, I would counter that, but I can't be asked. Fucking just it's like it's it's like he's it's like he he bump set it and then you spiked it without getting out of your chair, Yachts. Game set point match. That guy, you know, gives five US dollars and says, I love Skyrim, Skyrim, New Vegas, and Vampire the Masquerade. Installs 5,000 mods to make them even playable. <laughs> yeah. Well, quite. Yeah. That was my question. 
is it truly the game you love or is it just the mods you love at that point? Who created the thing that you love? Ooh, right, right. Nobody did. Whoa. Maybe it just formed from the ether. Whoa, man. I, I think that's it's it's a lovely realization of the kind of the collaborative art form that is video games. It takes a village, uh, including just people who are on the technical end of things in order for you to enjoy it. Hmm. Unless you're concerned ape, then you just do everything and it's great. Or me. <laughs> Skelleboy33391 gives tenuous dollars and says, while pestering the crew in For Honor, I asked if they've ever discussed bad stroke annoying game mechanics like certain characters in that game having uninterruptible attacks. They said to ask you. I think they were just trying to get rid of you, Skelleboy33391. I don't really have much opinion on For Honor. I played it a bit to review it, and that was enough for me. And I don't know if I've ever played For Honor, so... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, the cool kids turned you away from their <laughs> table at the cafeteria. Right. But you can sit here if you want, because you paid us some money. Hooray! Lord Darius gives 10 euros and says, My least favorite mod is any New Vegas mod that changes the Legion armor, which utterly ruins the dark joke of that faction. They are cosplaying LARPers who murder people. A mod for ignorant swine. Hmm. Well, uh, you're clearly very opinionated on this. We acknowledge your opinion. We certainly do. Alfredo Diaz gives 1369 US dollars and says, please say the name of one of those abandonware hentai games, please. <laughs> well, let me get my well, pen, you, let me well, get my pen you, and paper. <laughs> well, you heard him, chat. Start listing names. Someone in chat wants to know, but they need to really quickly... They need to really quickly create a dummy account before they type that in. <laughs> so I'll, I'll name one. Okay. I'll name one because it springs to mind. Because for some reason, I mentioned Home of the Underdogs earlier, which was like a big abandonware site. And for some reason, this one had an effusively praiseful review on that site. Oh, and Scavenger just mentioned it. True Love, it was called. Which was a porno game that was also a life sim sort of thing where the way you lived your life dictated who you got to bone. And the person who ran home with the underdogs just thought it was really good. Oh, okay. And, and you know, I guess what my question would be then for... And after having played it thoroughly with a walkthrough and seen all the sex scenes, yeah, I have to say it had a slightly disquieting approach to anatomy for my tastes. Well, like, now, uh, now you need to elaborate. <laughs> Well, you know, all the like the, all the uh, joints were weird. Oh, okay. Like legs were bent, legs and waists were bent in weird ways that oh. didn't feel possible. Sure, sure. And I guess like that, my question for something like that is like, was the gameplay good? Was the porno good? You know, like <laughs> like was it was it fi- like was it good on both? accounts or was it like oh the gameplay actually was decent uh actually the 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 nudity like you said like the sexy stuff almost got in the way of what could have been an interesting game 
well, why else would you play such things unless you wanted to see titties at the right. end? Right. And, and then to me, it's just an efficiency thing. Like, if all you want to do is see titties, there's got to be a more efficient way to see them than by playing a game. Well, people get, people always say that, but, you know, if you have to put some work into finding your titties, there's a little bit more satisfaction to it, I find. Mm. Respectfully disagree. <laughs> well, the a, a enormously large... Uh, audience for Japanese porn games would respectfully disagree straight back. Fair. I mean, you can enough. see as much porn as you want. We all know that. We could just uh, all the porn you could ever want is a couple of clicks away. But people keep buying Japanese porn games because people want to feel like they've got actual relationships with these women. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you do you, you do you. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not You're having to choose like three correct dialogue options to make them want to bone you is a far different prospect to just clicking on a link on a porn image compilation site. Fair enough. Well, let's move hastily on. Please! Neil Collins gives five British pounds and says, this goes back a while, but I was quite shocked at the time that Cruelty Squad did not make Yahtzee's games of last year. He seemed to like it a lot. Well, you know... I liked it in spirit. I don't know if it was like one of my favorite game experiences. Sure. I liked it as, you know, as a subversive outsider art piece. Hmm. Not really the stuff of, you know, my top five. That's, that's like, it's like, that's like the spice on the meal where it's like, you know, I'm not going to say that like cinnamon is my favorite food because cinnamon is just the spice that makes the food more flavorful. Hmm. That's my analogy. Don't I don't know, know if it's apt. Right. Uh, I was just going, I was just nodding along. I haven't really thought about it. Hooray! Next! Andrew Higginbottom gives five British pounds and says, My fave mod is the one that makes it snowy in American stroke Euro truck simulator. Essential for Christmas time. Who needs nudity <laughs> mods, eh? <laughs> right? I think, I think nudity mods in the trucking simulator would make it more authentic. Like just something... Like you got stuck to your windscreen to look at on those long, lonely journeys. Sure. Try not to be distracted while you drive. Yeah. 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 Huge erect penis coming in from the bottom of the screen that you surreptitiously fiddle with as while you pass lady motorists. And then, you know, just, it's just like billboard after billboard for porn shop for porn shop anyone who is driven in the in like who's driven across uh, a state will just see porn shop after porn shop after porn shop because you know they're for truckers and so you have to like actively ignore those and ignore your own uh, giant erection while driving in the truck we got you know what we got here yachts we got a we got a little game that's we got a game happening ignore yeah, the porn so a version of Desert Bus with the added complication of having to deal with an unwanted stiffy. Right. And, like, you know, your health bar is related, too, because, like, if you don't deal with it eventually, you're going to pass out d- due to blood loss. But you also have to mm. make your delivery on time, so it's not like you can just pull over every five minutes. Oh, oh the, the stakes. I think we're worrying, Nick, so we should move on. ha, 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 ha. SBS Guru 2000 gives five euros and says, for me, it's the complete graphical and engine overhaul of Free Space 2. I haven't played that. Probably won't. There you go. Thanks for your, in- thanks for your input, though. 
Avi Rivera gives 9.99 US. Says caught another stream. Wanted to show support. Yahtzee and Jack, y'all are a good time and appreciate the work you do. Cheers. Hooray! You're welcome, Avi Rivera. BS Marsh gives two dollars to say ear hair and nose hair are the scourge of old dudes. It it doesn't stop growing. It just keeps coming out. And I want, you know, I got nothing up here, but everywhere else. Blah, 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 blah. Well, having a full beard and mustache can help. Yes. Because the nose hair and the ear hair can blend in and no one's the wiser. Yeah, yeah. Not for not for a face as smooth as this. Blah, 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 blah. Everywhere. Lucas Car Mitchell gives five dollars to say you become the god of video games and can erase one genre from existence. Which one do you erase? Gacha games. Yeah. Yeah, survival horror. Free free to play. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Why no. survival horror? Fuck you. Because I don't like them. Because I don't like them. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, I don't care. Why are you making my life worse? I get to make the it's my it's my decision. I don't like them. That's not gonna affect me at all. <laughs> How I was I was trying to give a selfless answer. I was trying to save all those poor innocent kiddies from losing all their money. Mm. Well, but no, you you wanted you decided you wanted to shit all over everyone else who likes survival horror. Yep. Thanks a fucking bunch. Shit right on them. Sheffy twenty one twelve gives five Canadian dollars and two cents to say: Are there any games you wish there were more mods for? FDL colon FDL comes to mind for me. Well, as I say, it's I so rarely use mods these days because mm. I've just got my hands full just playing the unmodded things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really true. F- FTL, I bet there's some fun mods for it. I bet like they could have some really fun like like weapon upgrades and and different weapons and have a lot of fun with it. But yeah, blah, 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 blah. that's all. That, I have nothing to add. unfortunately. Uh, Mr. Wade Lee gives $5, says, question for Jack. What's your favorite homebrew stroke self-made weapon in a tabletop game? Thanks for the great content you gents make. Cheers. Um, uh, the there, There's two things in my home game. I'm not going to mention anything uh, for Adventurer's Nigh because then Yahtzee will know it exists. But there's two things in my home game that uh, have turned into really fun things. One was uh, the very first time I played with the with my players and they were my uh, they were all brand new to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, they had knocked out the little pirate enemy that I put in front of them, but they wanted to interrogate him. And uh, one of them said that he wanted to he wanted to pee on him. And, I, and, you know, like as flavor, he was a barbarian. It was a whole thing. He's like, ah, I'm going to pee on him. It's like, great. You pee on him and he wakes up and they're like, wait, did that give him, did that like give him health back? And I was like, yeah, yeah. It gives him one point health back. He wakes up. And so now he has magical pee that, that can heal people for one HP. And so we have to keep track of like what he drinks throughout the day. It's a whole, it's turned into a whole thing. Um, and I think it's hilarious. Um, but, uh, so that's like a little side thing. Uh, uh, we found, uh, I want to say it's, um, oh, who does it? Rudix, Rudix Tavern, which is a, a Patreon I subscribe to that makes homebrew weapons, came up with a really fun one, uh, a sword. It's a great sword called the Coward's Bane. Um, and what it is, is it's a big, great sword and it gives you a free attack if someone runs away. It gives you a, like a free you don't use a bonus action if someone runs away from you. Um, and my fighter, 
wasn't getting into the battle enough. He like he was playing it very safe. And so like I he found the coward's bane and now he jumps into battle every single time because he knows he can get bonus actions if people run away. And so like an item that forces your player to more actively play the game. I see. Boom. You modded your players. Aha. Exactly. Well, the only one that swings to mind is when I was a teenager, my brother would make me play D&D with him, and he invented a concept of magic pants, <laughs> meaning meaning underwear, to use British parlance. Okay. And, if, and it was an unstoppable magical artifact, and if we wanted to use the magic pants, we had to stand up from the table and enthusiastically pelvic thrust while going, pants, pants, pants. This was the kind of thing that amused him, I think. I mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Cudluck13 gives $2 and says, I'm new to modding. Any advice? Well, Jesus Christ, Cudluck13. That's uh, quite an ocean you've uh, leaf- you're throwing us into there. Yeah. Uh, find a forum or something. There'll be a lot of very dedicated weirdos on one of those. There you go. There you go. I, I have not. No, I mean, you, I've didn't, never you didn't even tell us what you want to mod. Right. Or in what way you wanted to mod it. Right. I know. No, I have no advice. I'm sorry. I don't like going to do. a shady person under a bridge and saying, hello, I'm interested in drugs. Would you recommend drugs? Where Where should I get started? What sort of drugs would you recommend for the first timer? Or amount. I know nothing. Just give me drugs. Here is money. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Geronimo Torres gives $5 and says, Yahtzee and Jack, my favorite escapists. If you're unconscious, what's the best way to kickstart your heart? Love you guys. Uh, in apparently, huh? according to Jack. Ooh. I I I it was it was some flavor commentary of of like up yep, this you woke him up and it turned into a thing. You have special rules if he's urinating on someone who's been stung by a jellyfish. Uh that has not come up, but no, I think it would act the same. It's it's just it's 1 HP per PP. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not PP in the Pokémon sense, I assume. I like it that that's what made you laugh. It's the PP. <laughs> one PP for one HP. Makes sense. That that's uh that's balancing your your game economy, that is. I mean it's come up a couple times where like people like other players are really close to death and he's like, I'll pee on them and I'll have to be I'll have to check my notes and be like, You just peed a couple of hours ago and you've been battling. You are dehydrated. There's no way you have pee in your bladder right now. Funny story. Mortimer was brought back from the brink of death recently on a on a on a recent record. That's that true. That will come out at some point. Mm-hmm, that's Luckily, true. nobody had to pee on him. It didn't come up. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Pearson Cashlack gives two US dollars to say, Jack, favorite D and D class to play when not the DM. Uh, I am very rarely not the DM. 
Um, and so uh, there, there's one little game that I've been able to play uh, a little bit, and I'm playing a bard. Uh, just straight bard, and I'm really enjoying that. I, I actually make little songs for all of my spells. I have little, like, rhymes and songs, and I use my slide whistle, which is right there on my shelf. Uh, I use my slide whistle, and I make little songs. So I'm having a lot of fun being a bard. I do enjoy playing a bard, though not for the same reason, I assume. <laughs> right. I just like playing the charismatic person who lies about everything. Yes. And yes. tries to wriggle his way out of combat at every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm playing my bard very similarly. Like I, I'm not dipping into rogue at all, but yeah, I'm playing him very like trying to talk his way out of everything, trying to find interesting uh ways out of combat. So and uh, I'm enjoying that. See the Adventurous Night canon is that Mortimer is a bard, but he's not the sort of bard that uses a musical instrument. Right. You have to pick. You have to pick an instrument or specialty when you become a bard. Mm-hmm. And Mortimer's instrument of choice is lies. <laughs> he uses lies the way other bards use instruments. So when he has to cast a spell, he has to tell a big lie. It's magical. It's it's every single time. It's magical. Yeah. Instead of song of rest, he just tells a load of bollocks. <laughs> And every time, every time, it's a, t- a doozy of a tale. Hmm. Uh, Alex, Alexi Time gives $10 and say, problem with mods is getting used to QOL mods and then being screwed when they update the game and all your mods break. Mm. QOL standing for quality of life. I didn't know that could be an acronym, but I just inferred it. But it's very true. It's very, very true. It's easy to get used to things, isn't it? That's why I haven't updated Photoshop since Photoshop 6.0. Right, right. I know that's always that's always tricky um, with Foundry VTT, what we, what we use to play Dungeons & Dragons with, because they have their mods as well. But, you know, of course, they're supposed to have mods. But whenever they update their main software, sometimes the mods no longer play nice, and we get really used to a lot of their mods. So it's mm. always a... Uh, of a coin flip should i should i or shouldn't i mm. yeah i've tried using newer versions of photoshop but they've moved everything around i don't i don't know where to start anymore yeah i know but it's so nice like they have so many nice things <clears throat> had to update the monetization pages again so of a whole course. bunch more got added as happens Skellerboy333911 comes back to say, give us $5 and say, Dishonored 2 mentioned swells with joy. Well, keep that to yourself, Skellerboy33911. <laughs> we don't want to know what part of you's been swelling with joy lately. But, you know, congratulations. Christian Alt, what a horrible stream this has been so far. This has been, this what is- a very... What a very trousery stream this has been. I, do, I don't necessarily know why that is. Oh, it's because we were talking about mods and mods and nudity. That's, you know, that's just yeah. where it goes. That's just where it goes. Christian Olsen gives $5 and says, Sekiro has a co-op and invasion mod that works through Steam servers. Allowed my friend play without worry of getting stuck as he could ask for help. Hmm. You know, I kind of liked that you could pause in Sekiro. That felt like such a novelty after having gotten used to Dark Souls and everything. Sure. I just pause Sekiro just for the hell of it. And go, yeah, maybe I'll make a sandwich. And you monsters will just have to wait there. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, all right. Mm, all right. Mm. 
Donald Nabbity gives twenty US dollars and says, "I don't know what to say, so here's some money, I guess." Yay. Thanks, Donald Nabbity. That was exactly the right thing to say. Okay, Knight gives five dollars and says, "One of the craziest mods I've ever seen was the Link to the Past X Super Metroid randomizer. The games were linked, and items from one game were hidden in the other." Yeah, I think I heard about that. I've I've used a randomizer mod to play Castlevania Aria of Sorrow once, and what happened was that a random enemy just dropped the Clave Solish like 20 minutes in, and sure. that's like the best sword in the game, so it wasn't really fun after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's fun though. That's the again, it's part of the the joy of modding is is messing with the established system. Sometimes well, it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Blue McNeil gives five US dollars. Says romhacking.net has been my go-to for older game mods, translation mm-hmm. mods, including that DS Gurren Lagan game and Mother 2. Oh. What a big weeb you must be, Blue McNeil. Got to got to play my fan subs. Got to play my fan translated Japanese exclusive RPGs. Uh-huh. They're much better than the Western ones. I'm sorry. I've got real stories about real people with big tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are, are one of the jellies here? Is one of the? Is one of the? Is one of the? Is one of your amorphous blobs here? Oh no, that's that's not that voice. Oh, that's pretty close. <laughs> this is one of that jelly's voice. <laughs> this is one of that the voice of one of the fluid heads. <laughs> I was doing something closer to my Malcolm Stab voice from Will Destroy the Galaxy for Cash. There you go. <laughs> it's been a while since I've listened, to be fair, and I do apologize. I think I'm on the verge of starting my next book. Ooh. I was rereading Destroy the Galaxy for Cash the other day, and I was like, wait, I think I know how to continue this now. Oh, no. How wonderful. That's great. That's great. Uh, oh, hold on. I have a couple more uh, members from uh, Nick. Nick has sent me some. Uh, Jared Jared Symes, who's been a member of Bonus Content for 14 months. Modding Fallout New Vegas to include multiplayer still blows my mind, considering how fragile that game is. Yeah. All right. I was never able to finish Fallout because it kept crashing. I got mm. pretty darn far. It was really upsetting. Uh, also, Paul C is... Uh, bonus content member for four months. Uh, it's an older video for a game you didn't play, Yahtzee, but thanks for recommending unpacking very comforting, very subtle narratives. But I did play unpacking. I, I, It was one of the games I mentioned in my 2021 roundup of games I didn't review properly. Well, then there you go. Well, anyway... <clears throat> Uh, Skellerboy333911 comes back and gives us $2 and says, my question was in general, not just for honor. Right. So the question was, have we ever encountered a bad or annoying game mechanic? Uh, no. Can't say I ever have encountered anything in a game that annoyed me. Just go back to sleep, Skellerboy333911. That's... That's a very general question. That's so general, it's hard to know where to start. Yeah, so I'm not going to bother. Moving on. Kemo Selimagic is... I'll, I'll, I'll get you one. 
I'll get you one real quick one because it's on my mind because I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, which is, uh, you know, Elden Ring has a lot of crafting uh, and eventually I don't want to like hunt bears for the large bones that I need for my ballista bolts. I just want to be able to buy them somewhere. Like I want to get to a point in the game where I can just buy the shit I need because I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be asked to go hunt bears for 10 minutes so I can get like 20 new arrows. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's fine in the beginning hunting and crafting, but eventually I'm, I'm over that shit. There you go. Crafting sucks. (laughs) But we all knew that. Mm. <clears throat> Chemo Seller Magic gives uh, 1999 US dollars to say, I bought a high-end PC for the sole purpose of modding GTA 5, but realized installing mods is way harder than I thought, so I sort of gave up on it. Love the channel, by the way. There you go. Because uh, I like a game that makes modding easy, like what XCOM did but by making all the text strings Accessible through text files in the game files. Okay. Didn't lock it behind any weird sort of encrypting process. Uh, Donald Nabbity gives $20 and says, I just got a co-worker to look up prolapse by asking if a repeating meeting professionally lapsed since the repeat frame ended. He looked it up on a work computer too. Here's some money in celebration. <laughs> Thanks for joining slightly something else. So far, we've discussed uh, hentai games, urinating on people, and prolapses. Don't forget this video is sponsored to you by Ball Deodorant. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Alfredo Diaz gives 269 US and says drawing sexy people posing sexily is an art form isn't that that's just life drawing isn't it that's like the start of all drawing people is drawing people in the nutty yeah yeah that's how that's how you you have to learn how to draw them naked so that you can eventually learn how to draw them with clothes laying on them yeah drawing drawing the clothes is uh, the next more complicated step up from drawing people in the nutty. So Correct. drawing people in the nutty is like the default. I, I enjoy the phrase in the nutty. That's a, that's a British colloquialism. I assumed, um, but I, I get it. I understand. Also, like I, I was picturing drawing a female. So when you said in the nutty, then I started to picture nuts and uh, then, you know, made weird things happen in my head. So. Nuddy as in nude, N-U-D-D-Y. Sure. Oh, sure, sure. I get it. I'm just running you through my thought process. I'm, I'm full of British colloquialisms. The other day, my wife got me some new pajamas, and I said, ooh, gym jams. Oh, well, then there you go. And she thought that was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because, of course, we say gym jams rather than PJs. Oh. As well, our pajama colloquialism. There you go. Uh, Christopher Crichton gives $5 and says changing the you died screen to thanks Obama made Dark Souls better I know I agree I said nothing more to add scavenger gives $2 and says all this talk of mods no mention of Minecraft I think Minecraft is just a big cloud of mods strung together at this point yeah 
Yeah. The I'm game's to... been modding itself ever since it began. I don't even know if I know of any Minecraft mods. Minecraft itself was initially a mod of MS Paint. Ooh. Well, then there you go. It wasn't really. Oh, I made that up. Damn. That was a good joke then. It's a good thing there's only two super chats left because I think we're both getting very tired. We're getting we're we're getting to the the end of energy levels. It's time to wrap it up. Storm Templar gives one ninety nine and says, "Jack, please sing your ho ho he he song." Ho ho he he. Do you mean poo poo pee pee? Oh God. I'm I I covered the whole fucking spectrum today, haven't we? I I don't think there is a ho ho he he song. I think there's a poo poo pee pee song, and no, I will not be singing it. You can just go watch it on YouTube. Can I tell you my eldest daughter's potty training at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I've been hearing a lot about poo poo and pee pee lately. That's where I got the idea. This is a a very old video made uh, of mine. In which, yeah, I like uh, my kids were going through potty training too, and so we would sing a little uh, a little song about it, just to, because you know you want to encourage them to go on the toilet and you know going to the bathroom's not weird, and so we'd sing a little song, and I thought it was funny, and I made a little song and video about it, um, and that's what they're talking about, the poo poo pee pee song, <laughs> which you still haven't sung, by the way. No, no, they, they can go watch it. They can go watch it on okay. YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, he's shy. SVS Guru yeah. 2000 gives five euros and says, random thought that has popped into my head. Since you both wear glasses, what has stopped you from getting surgery or contact lenses? Well, uh, surgery is expensive and has a non-zero amount of risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did actually wear contact lenses for a while, but I couldn't be bothered buying a new supply of daily lenses every now and again. Yeah, that's a factor. And, and my wife has said she likes my... Slightly distinguished look hmm. that comes with the glasses and the silvery beard. Ooh, absolutely. Yeah, like cost is a huge factor. Contacts are expensive. LASIK surgery is expensive and uh, not permanent, by the way. Um, and I don't want like lasers being shot into my eyes. What if that doesn't work? Uh, two, because I have no hair on my head, I need glasses to help frame my face. I think I would look weird without there you glasses. Go. So, yeah. Well, let's find out. So it's like, if this oh, was me, God. oh, yeah, like it's hideous, right? It's like, oh, and and yeah. like, I just cannot read a damn thing on any of my screens. I am very blind. Yes. Isn't it weird when someone you know who you usually see wearing glasses takes them off? Yeah. And they look really weird, like yeah. their eyes are too small. Absolutely. Hey, let's, let's all do it. Let's have fun. I can't even see what my own face looks like because my vision is so blurry now. Yeah, yeah. Just two I can't read any, guys. I can't read any more. Well, can't read any more super chats like this. Guess we'd better wrap it up. Oh, I don't like this. Ah, oh, there we go. Put, yeah, I, ah, I put them see. back. Put them back, right? Right. Hmm. Yeah, I can see again now. Great. <clears throat> Andrew White Winter, just $2, says, What's your favorite Gilbert and Sullivan opera? I don't know. HMS Pinafore. Boom, there you go. Uh, Miles Mann gives four ninety nine. Says, "How do everyone? I hope you're all having a great day." I think he's just dr- trying to drag this out. It's coming to, to an end. Us. It's coming to an end. All right, we're nearly done. Ends in sight. Whew. Alfredo Diaz gives three sixty nine and says, "Please do sing the poo poo pee pee song." I believe. It, okay, so it's like, 
Hey, hey, he, he, I go poo poo and pee pee is, I believe, the chorus to it. Because, you know, like you're potty training your kids and you're just like, hey, hey, he, he, I go poo poo and pee pee. I think, but it's also been a, a hot, hot minute since I've actually listened to it. So I don't know. To the, to the tune of We Had Joy, We Had Fun. <laughs> we had joy, we had fun, we had pee-pees in the toilet. You know, that one. Yeah, a, a little a little uh, higher paced, a little faster paced, but yeah, something like that. And finally, no more Super Chats after this, for God's sake. Paul Says gives $5 and says, I misheard the beginning of that video then. Sorry, Yards. Extra tip for y'all, Manscaped is good. Well, there you go. Book ended with the with the little ad read. There. That's right. Remember, you can go to manscaped.com and use the promo code ESCAPIST to get 20% off and free shipping on things like uh like things to trim your pubes, things to trim your great, own nose hairs, and make your balls smell deal. better. What a great deal for all you hairy, stinky freaks. <laughs> oh, no anyway. better button than that. <laughs> Thanks for watching Stroke Listening to Slightly Something Else, where we started talking about mods. <laughs> I was Yahtzee Crowshaw. And I was Jack Packard. Thanks for coming, everybody. Um, Hang on, we're going to need to plug everything. Uh, tomorrow, New Zero Punctuation, uh, on the site and on YouTube, that's right. as always, mm-hmm. I will be reviewing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Ooh, okay. And... Uh, of course, post-CP stream at the usual time. Uh, KC will be joining me, I believe. And, spoiler alert, there's going to be another ad read on that stream. Ooh, what? Yeah, we've, we're sold out all over the place now. Nice. I think you mean making bank. Yes, indeedy. And, of course, new extra punctuation on Thursday on the site. Thank you, Scavenger. I was just about to say that. What else are you doing this week, Jack? Uh, I'm getting requests for toffee time. That's right. Get toffee out. Get toffee out for toffee time. Um, uh, we, uh, in on the back end, have been uh, feverishly editing all of the next season of Adventure is Nigh. Uh, so that's all I've been working on, is making sure that I get Adventure is Nigh done so I can get it to other people who make it better um, um, I, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but we are working on possibly a, 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 a sidelined D and D thing that's coming out. Oh, and very soon, actually, uh, they convinced me to write an article for the site about, um, some things that I had planned for season one of Adventurers Nigh that never ended up making it in. So I wrote a whole article. It took me like a, a goddamn month because I'm a very slow writer. But uh, I wrote a little article. So you can you have that to look forward to. That'll be fun for all, all of right your Dungeons then. and Dragons needs. We had joy. We had fun. We had testicles in the sun. So many, at least eight million testicles. <laughs>